بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على الأشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا عما بعض الحمد لله Today, insha'Allah ta'ala, will be beginning the first of a group, a series of jalsats, a series of sittings, where, insha'Allah ta'ala, we intend to discuss the affair of the Muslim home and how we rectify the Muslim home and the manner in which we rectify the Muslim home. As no doubt, the home, like other affairs or other means within the society, or other institutions rather within society, are a means of upholding society in of itself, and upholding communities. And so if that institution itself is corrupt, then it may bring about corruption within society and communities. So thus, if the institution of the family home is corrupt, then it may bring about corruption within society in and of itself. Likewise, if the institution of the family is upright and upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then likewise, this will be reflective in society as well. And so, these, this series here will be taken from uh, some of the speech and some of the khutb the khutbahs, the sermons of Sheikh Khalid Abdul Khairi, Hafidahullah, where he discusses this affair of the islah al yani the, the means of rectification of the home. <coughs> the rectification of the homes. And so he begins, Hafidahullah, by mentioning, La shak ikhwani fillah. أن هذه الدار كلها دار اختبار وابتلاء فالمسلم يعيش حياته في يومه في صحته في مرضه فيما أعطاه الله عز وجل من نعم فيما أعطاه من الولد فيما أعطاه من الذرية فيما أعطاه من الملك ومن الملك والمال كلها اختبار وابتلاء and so he begins by mentioning the reality of this dunya, this, this abode. That this dunya, all of it, you'll find is a test. And you may find trials within this dunya. And so the Muslim, he lives his life in day by day and he may be trialed. So he lives his life whether he's in good health or he is uh, ill or relation to what Allah has given him from blessings by way of a child, offspring, or that which he owns, or his wealth. All of that is a test for the individual. What you're given is a test for you. And it may be a trial for you. And so the Allah Ta'ala, he tries a servant so that he sees, so that he may see is he from those that has shukr with his ni'am? Is he from the servants that is 
grateful for the blessings. And so, by way, no doubt, the servant being, being grateful for his blessings is first and foremost, Yansabunaha lillahi ta'ala. And so, the first thing, if a person is truly grateful for a blessing, is that he ascribes it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he's blessed with something, he knows that it's come from Allah ta'ala. So, for example, if he has a lot of wealth, he knows it's from Allah. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has ordained that he has this wealth. When he has, when he's blessed with offspring, he understands that it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has blessed him with offspring. And likewise as well, the one that is shakir, truly grateful for the blessing of Allah, ya'mal biha fi ta'atiblah. I.e. the individual that acts with these blessings and uses these blessings for the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Does he worship Allah upon the guidance of the Messenger and so, if they use this, these blessings in order to do that which is in accordance with what the Prophet ﷺ came with, then this will aid and bring about rectification in their lives, rectification in the manner that they live, and that they will live a life of happiness. فكل سعادة في الشكر نعم نعمة الله. And so this affair of happiness occurs with the individual having gratitude for the blessings of Allah. Like happiness begins with this affair, gratitude, and in performing actions of ibadah for Allah سبحانه وتعالى. It would be istighfar from the dhunub as well. And likewise in the istighfar of dhunub, when he falls short, so the person likewise as well, he attains happiness by seeking forgiveness of Allah when he falls short and he falls into sin. And Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَإِنْسَا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I have not created a jinn, nor a mankind except to worship me alone. And this is why we are here. This is how we attain this happiness, beginning with this affair. Naam. And so we are tested within this dunya. We are tested with that which we are, we are blessed with and given with. Given within this dunya. And <coughs> Allah Ta'ala mentions, حَسَبَ النَّاسُ عَنْ يَتْرُكُوا عَنْ يَقُولُوا آمَنَّا وَهُمْ لَا يُفْتَنُونَ وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ فَيَعْمَلَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا and so Allah Ta'ala mentions do the people believe that they'll be left just to say that we believe and you will not be tested indeed we tested those that came before you and Allah 
will see the actions of those that were truthful and those that were that were liars. So Allah Ta'ala knows the actions of those that are truthful and those that were liars. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He's aware of the sidq of the abd. He's aware of the truthfulness of the servant or whether he's lying in relation to that. In that which Allah Ta'ala has given him and tested him, with, tested him with within this dunya. And so when he's tested, he looks towards that. And he asks, Hal fihi and does he act upon the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or does he fall short? And is he heedless in that regard? And does he not adhere to the wajibah and the obligation and his, and his mas'uliyah and his responsibilities? that are upon him and the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions that everyone from us will have a mas'uliyah or has this affair of responsibility for the ones that are in or under our supervision and so he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, stated, كُلُّكُمْ رَاعٍ وَلُكُلُّكُمْ مَسْؤُولٍ عَنْ And so he mentions, all of you are shepherds. And all of you are responsible for their flock. And so thus, the question is posed, what is the meaning? What is the meaning of the one that is responsible, the one that is mas'ul? Meaning that he is, he will be brought to account for his flock. He'll be held to account for his flock. He'll be held to account for anyone that he is responsible for. Anta satuhasa ala man tahta yadak. Ala man tahta yadak. You indeed will be held responsible for anyone that you that will held to account for anyone you're responsible for. <laughs> Depending upon your responsibility in itself. And so he mentions Sallallahu Al Imam Ra'in wa Mas'ul an Ra'yati. وَالرَّجُلْ رَائِنْ فِي أَحْلِهِ وَهُوَ مَسْؤُولًا رَعِيَتِهِ وَالْمَرْأَ رَائِيَ فِي بَيْتِ زَوْجِهَا وَمَسْؤُولَةٌ عَنْ رَعِيَتِهَا وَالْخَادِمُ رَائِنْ فِي مَالٍ سَيِّدِهِ And so, we have this mention here of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he mentions that the Imam, the Imam, the leader, he is responsible for his people, his flock, his people that he is in charge of, who he's a leader for. And the Rajul, the man, he is the shepherd for his family. 
And so thus he is responsible for his flock. And the woman, she thus is responsible for her husband's home. And thus responsible for her flock. And the khad and the servant is responsible for the wealth of his master. وَكَذَلِكْ مُوَظَّفْ رَاعِ الْمَسْعُولِ عَنْ وَظِيفَتِهِ وَالْوَزِيرِ رَاعِ الْمَسْعُولِ عَنْ وَزَارَتِهِ And likewise you find the one that is a general worker, he has a job. He is responsible for that job that he's been tasked with. Or you have the individual that is a minister. And so he's a minister, he works, for, works in government. He works in leadership, and so he is responsible for his ministry. And the father is responsible for those that are within the home, for his children, for his wife. He is the one that is responsible to, in teaching them. Now he's responsible for teaching them. And teaching them the affair of Silat al-Raham. Teaching them the affair, the affairs of keeping the family ties. So no doubt you, everyone is responsible in some way, shape or form. And so it's a must that you pay attention to that which you're responsible for. And that you give the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in relation to that. Because Allah Ta'ala will ask every individual about that which he is responsible for. Allah Ta'ala will ask an individual about that which he is responsible for. And so, you find no doubt that this is something which is important or of great importance when it comes to the affair of the home. And that the Messenger of Allah gave it much importance and saw it as one which is Adeem. And this was something that he gave importance to, not only to the affair of the home, but it was something that he gave importance to when he was discussing it with his companions. And he did not fall short, Sallallahu or he called against the one that fell short in relation to the affair of the home. For indeed, he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, over the course of his life, had, or he, Sallallahu Alaihi had nine wives. And so thus, upon him, was to have this affair of responsibility and lead by example responsibility, And he had awlat, banat. He had sons, he had daughters, he had, he had grandchildren. And he did not fall short in relation to the rights of them as individuals, as well as rectification for them, by rectification in his responsibility towards them, as well as giving them good advices and leaving them with good advices. So due to that, he would state, خَيْرَكُمْ خَيْرَكُمْ لِأَحْلِهِ 
وانا خيركم لاهلي he mentioned so i said that the best of you are those that are the best towards his the best of you towards his family i am the best and i am the best amongst you towards my family and so this is from the advice of the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam first and foremost to be good towards your family i have good dealing and good treat and good treatment towards your family likewise his advice sallallahu alaihi wasallam from his advice sallallahu alaihi wasallam and in <coughs> an indication of the importance that he gave towards the affair of tarbiyat al-awlad the importance that he gave towards the affair of rectification of the children and cultivation of the children he stated murru awladakum bisalah wa hum abna' sab'in sinin wa adribuhum alayha wa hum abna' al-ashr he mentioned sallallahu alaihi wasallam that command your children with the salah whilst they are at the age of 7 and thus hit them after they reach the age of 10 i referring to the one the child that refuses to pray at the age of 10 you understand from this We understand from this Barakallahu Fikum the importance that he gave towards rectification and cultivation of the children due to the fact that he commanded with the Salah for the child and command your children with the Salah at the age of seven. For indeed the Salah is the most important of the Arkan of Islam after the Shahadatayn. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned Islam is built upon five and five pillars Shahadatu an la ilaha illallah Shahadatu an la ilaha illallah Wa anna muhammad rasulullah Wa iqamata salah wa ita'i zakah Wa al-hajj al-bayt wa sallam ramadhan He mentioned sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the five pillars of Islam The Shahadat of la ilaha illallah when Muhammad Rasulullah had given the zakah or performing the salah and had given the zakah the after the hadith so you understand the importance of the salah and so the individual that gives weight and gives importance is a fair of cultivation of his children then no doubt he would adhere to this affair and this hadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Now, likewise, he mentions Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If I stay with the Rajul in the night, فَأَيْقَظْ أَحْلَهُ فَصَلَّيْهَا رَكَتَيْنِ. Now, so he mentions كُتِبَ جَمِيعًا مِنْ مِنْ ذَاكِرِينَ اللَّهِ كَثِيرًا وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ So the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, mentions 
in the hadith found in Surah Ibn Majah that if the man wakes up in the night and he wakes up his family and then they pray two raka'ah then they will be written they will be, they will be written all of them amongst those that are those the individuals that remember Allah much they believe in men and believe in women that remember Allah much <coughs> the reason for this is due to the fact that he has given not only the importance for his own self and his own hidayah and his own suluk in al-haq it's not only that the fact that he's given importance to his own self and his own guidance but rather he is from the individuals that has called his family to good as well this affair of the raka'atin now Now, and so this is the affair of how a person is with their family and the manner in which they adhere to the affair of the family. And so the Messenger of Allah وسلم, likewise, he mentions to Fatima, advising her, saying, Ya Fatima bint Rasulullah. Sallini bima shibti La ughni anka min Allahi shay'ah Fal yati sallallahu ila Ammihi abi talib al-lazhi maat Al-kufr wa huwa fil marad al-mawt Fal yukul lahu ya ammi Kul la ilaha in Allah And so You have the statement of the Messenger of Allah Where he mentions Oh Fatima Ask of me anything that you wish and you will not be self or Allah Ta'ala will not be self-sufficed or be sufficed of that which you ask. I ask of Allah. Likewise, he mentions that affair, the Shaykh mentions the affair, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi where he went to his uncle Abu Talib who died upon Kufr and whilst he was in the marad of his mouth the, the, the illness before his death he stated oh uncle state la ilaha illallah so you find by way of this that the messenger of Allah sallallahu with his family he had rahmah him sallallahu alayhi by way of his action with family had rahmah and that he was haris alayhi salatu steadfast and ardent upon the affair of their guidance that's why Allah ta'ala mentions in his relation to him وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةُ لِلْعَالَمِينَ mentioned to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he stated that I have not sent you except that you are a mercy to mankind and so no thus 
no doubt, he was a mercy to all of mankind, and like likewise, he was a mercy to those that were closest to him from his family. And so, these texts here are proof that he saw Sallam was steadfast when it came to the affair of the guidance and the mas'uliyah and the responsibility that he had for his people and his family and no doubt these, uh, these hadith and these ayat are proof of the reality that he وسلم, gave importance to islah al-buyut gave great importance to the affair of rectification of the homes and this is what you find much in the sunnah of the messenger of Allah as which we found in the narration that we mentioned previously as we mentioned if the family is rectified then the mushtama, the community itself is rectified we understand that no doubt because the family is made up or the community rather is made up of different families so the families essentially are bricks of that building which is the community itself and the society itself and so if those families that make up the community itself are upright and rectified then no doubt this will be reflected within the society and if one family rectified is rectifying itself and they rectify the next family and they rectify the third family then this again will become reflected within society and so you find no doubt that is something that begins first and foremost with the rectification of individuals rectification of the one that is mas'ul the one that is responsible indeed the one that's responsible for the family he will be the one that leads the way leads the way by way of what he calls to leads the way by way of his actions as well he leads by example he makes himself an example for his family and for those that are responsible for him and this is what causes no doubt the rectification of the family it's what causes the rectification of the family and then what we understand from this is that this will be followed by rectification of another family then another family until you find that society in of itself and the community in of itself is rectified now and thereafter the Shaykh goes to the mission بعض الناس يطالب بإصلاح الحاكم ويتكلم في الحكام من عجل إصلاح الرعية وينقد تقصيرهم ولا ينظر في تقصير نفسه في بيته وأولاده وزوجته ثم يطالب إصلاح المجتمع and so what you find is not that this is something you find is widespread people they want to have this affair or they, see, they are seeking the rectification of the ruler they say the ruler is rectified and the ruler is not good enough the ruler is not good for us it's not good for the Muslims how many times do you hear this? 
And he will speak about the ruler. And he will speak about the rulers. And he will say that my intent. Or the intent of speaking about the rulers. Is in order to bring about. Rectification of the people. Or those that he's ruling upon. Over. And he will criticize. Any shortcomings that he finds from the ruler. However he will not. Pay attention to any of his own shortcomings. He will not pay attention to the shortcomings he has within his own self. He will not pay attention to the shortcomings he has within his own home. He will not pay attention to the shortcomings of his own children. Or his wife. However, he says that he wants rectification of society. These two positions, these two positions are positions of Tanakhut. These two positions are contradictory. If a person truly wants rectification of the society itself, he has to look not only to the one that is in charge of the society and criticize the ones that are in charge of the society, however, he has to look at each of the parts of the society as well, each juzah, each part of that society, each member within the society. Again, it goes back to the afraad, it goes back to the individuals. If the individual rectifies himself, so that he is someone that is upright if he is the leader of the household then this will be reflective in the household itself because he's upright so then he'll be an individual that leads his home by example and so thus that family will be upright and then that will follow, what follows from that if everyone follows that same suit then you have all of these families that are upright within that society and free of corruption but if now you have a society where there's corruption and evil, <coughs> however, the person says we need to change the ruler, you know that this is the same individual that has not looked at his own affair as an individual and looked at whoever he's responsible for. Because as we mentioned earlier, everyone is responsible for someone. And so whoever you're responsible for, it's upon you to rectify those individuals, those that those individuals that you're responsible for. Now, so rectify yourself and rectify your offspring, your children. Now rectify your home. Then after that, you go on to help to direct on the rectification of the of the homes of the people, the beauty nas. And then you find that the mushtama, the society becomes rectified within itself. Now, and so, if the person finds this affair of rectification, then it will no doubt become reflective in those that are the rulers as well. And the land itself, and the servants within that land, and so that which is attained from that is much blessing. And Allah Taala will proceed to open up a way of blessings within the dunya for these individuals, and then they will find a natija sa'ida. They will find that the, that which they attain from that is happiness. With his own self. 
And this is the means so to happiness within the you know, happiness within the life of the Muslim. That he strives to rectify himself. And thus then he strives to rectify those that he's responsible for, like his children. And so the Bayt of Salih, a house which is upright and upon righteousness, is from the greatest of blessings that Allah Ta'ala has bestowed upon an individual. And so, no doubt as we mentioned previously, that when a person is blessed with a particular affair upon him, is to act in two ways specifically. If he's blessed with something, upon him is to act in two specific ways. The first is that he ascribes that blessing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He understands that he would not be blessed with this except that Allah ta'ala has bestowed it upon him and blessed him with that. The second is that he uses that blessing for the obedience of Allah. This is how the person shows true gratitude for something that he's been bestowed and given. And so if a person spends their life in the obedience of Allah and he spends their life in the remembrance of Allah SWT, then indeed, no doubt, their happiness increases. The happiness of the Muslim increases within his home. And increases in raha, relaxation. And increases in the affair of Tamanina. And this affair where he, within his own self, has tranquility within his life, the dunya. All of that is from the blessings of Allah. And so upon you is to thank Allah Ta'ala. And not to be from those. Naam from the da'ah, not shakir. But rather, you are amongst those that Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَقَلِيلًا مِنْ عِبَادِي شُكُور وَقَلِيلًا مِنْ عِبَادِي شُكُور That there are few from amongst my servants that are grateful. And so, As mentioned, as for this affair of shukr, kamil, huwa tansab haadhi ni'ma in Allah bi qalbik wa lisanik wa itikadik. So the first is that the, when it comes to this, this affair of shukr, that you associate that blessing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with your heart, your tongue, as well as your itikadah, that's what you firmly believe. You firmly believe that it's blessings from Allah. وَالثَّانِي أَنْ تَشْكُرُ اللَّهِ بِالْلِسَانِ وَالْعَمَلِ And the second is that you thank Allah, not only with your tongue, in a way of the, the hamd, but also by way of your actions. And so, no doubt if a person is blessed, then upon him is to attain to 
to be uh, steadfast when it comes to this affair of <coughs> guidance and to this affair of ta'a, obedience to Allah. And so, this affair of guidance or this affair of the righteous family is one which no doubt is a blessing from a blessing, the blessings of Allah Ta'ala. And so thus, this is why the, the rectification of the homes is so important. First and foremost, we seek to rectify the home so that we attain a family upon righteousness and a family that is upright. And if we attain a family that is upright, then no doubt we have attained a great blessing from blessings of Allah. No doubt. If, first, if something is of a great blessing from Allah Ta'ala, then it's of ahamiyah. It's something which is of great importance. As well as that, the one that has rectified his home will be a participant in rectifying his society that he lives in and his community that he lives in. So again, it's very easy to reflect and look at the faults of others. The big example, the biggest example given here, I mentioned here by the Sheikh, is when the person reflects upon the faults of the leaders and the rulers. And then they will uh, and then they will seek a change of leadership, believing that this action alone will rectify this action alone will rectify society. However, the same people remain. The same people that that he that this ruler that he, the people are happy with is was uh, that they seek to remove. The same people that he was ruling over, these same people remain. And so thus, in reality, the person must look to their own selves as individuals first and foremost. What am I doing in terms of rectification of myself? How is my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What is my relationship with the al-Khan of Islam? What is my relationship with the salawat and the khams? And the five daily prayers? What is my relationship with the zakah? My lacks when it comes to paying the zakah. Or the fast of Ramadan. Or my lacks with the affair of Hajj. My father. The person can afford to perform Hajj. But he has to perform it. For example. Irrespective of if, if you believe that I should, if you should perform the Hajj. As soon as you have the ability or not. Someone's going to say as soon as you have the ability you have to perform the Hajj. I was going to say otherwise. However, the reality is no doubt that if the person is truly hastening towards good, then perform as soon as, as, soon as he has the ability. It's a rukun for the akhar of Islam. Just as it is expected of you to perform the salah and take the salah seriously and adhere to the shurut of the salah, adhere to the akhar of salah and the wajibat and the sunnah. This is the, as that is expected and understood by the masses of Muslims. Likewise, the other arkan as well have to be taken seriously. So we look at ourselves as individuals. Thereafter, we have to ask ourselves, how are we leading our families? In what manner are we leading our families? In what manner are we, do we have tarbiyah of our families? 
I relax with my families as well. Do we not have any or do not give any attention to their circles, our children, their circle, their gatherings the that they find themselves in, their company? Do we not give any real attention to their tarbiyah? Do, not, do we not focus and make our children from those and strive to make our children from those that are the, are the Muslims that seek to practice Islam in their youth and thus be under those from those that are under the shade of Allah, the seven, the seven under the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of these things are based upon how we seek this affair of tarbiyah with our children. As well as that, for the rijal, how we treat our wives, what is our dealing with our wives, is it one where we understand the rights of the spouses, that we understand the rights of our wives, and that we lead by way of them. We lead by way of giving them their rights. If we see something on where we are, that we are unhappy with from them, that we advise them in the best way possible. That we provide for them. That we are individuals that strive to be the best, the best to our families. As mentioned in the narration earlier. And that we're not merely individuals that may complain about our own rights, seeking our own rights, but not fulfilling the rights of others. So no doubt, when you look at the affair of the family and upholding the family and marital discord and the likes of that, it occurs when one of the parties or both parties are not given the due right to the other. So this is where we look at rectification. First of all, our own selves. And secondly, our relationship with our families and those that we have responsibility for. Thereafter, we address this affair of how this can rectify <coughs> a society and communities at large. And Allah Ta'ala knows best فجزاكم الله خيرا وبارك الله فيكم وصلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه